You are listening to the Today I Found Out podcast, where each weekday we provide an interesting story that is going to feed your brain. You can read more great articles like this by going to todayifoundout.com. Hi, welcome to episode 98 of the Daily Knowledge Podcast from todayifoundout.com. And in today's episode, you're going to learn about the bizarre story about Lincoln's assassin's brother saving Lincoln's son before he was ever assassinated. In the next section, there's going to be a brief word from our sponsor, Naturebox, and then you're going to have a bonus why article about why pistachios were dyed red. So let's just get right into today's show. As a rule, these types of historical anecdotes that seem a little too perfect are almost never true. This, however, is one of those rare exceptions to that rule, and it was no less than Robert Todd Lincoln himself who, in a letter to the editor of Century magazine Richard Gilder in 1909, recounted the story of how Edwin Booth saved his life. The exact date of the event isn't known, but it apparently took place between late 1863 and early 1865 at the Jersey City Railroad Station. For reference, Abraham Lincoln was assassinated on the 15th of April 1865. Robert Lincoln recounted the tale of Edwin Booth saving him as follows. The incident occurred while a group of passengers were late at night purchasing their sleeping car places from the conductor who stood on the station platform at the entrance of the car. The platform was about the height of the car floor, and there was, of course, a narrow space between the platform and the car body. There was some crowding, and I happened to be pressed by it against the car body while waiting my turn. In this situation, the train began to move, and by the motion, I was twisted off my feet and had dropped somewhat with feet downwards into the open space and was personally helpless when my coat collar was vigorously seized and I was quickly pulled up and out to a secure footing on the platform. Upon turning to thank my rescuer, I saw it was Edwin Booth, whose face was of course well known to me, and I expressed my gratitude to him, and in doing so, called him by name. Edwin Booth, who was a strong supporter of Lincoln and a unionist, something which had put a wedge in he and his brother's relationship, had apparently remained ignorant of whose life he had saved until a few months later when he received a letter from Colonel Adam Badu, a friend of Booth's, who Robert Lincoln had recounted the tale to. Both Robert Lincoln and Badu were members of General Ulysses S. Grant's staff. After the assassination, Edwin Booth saw his famed family name ruined, lost his brother lost his president, whom he staunchly supported, and nearly lost his career due to his association with his brother, all in one day, leading him for a time to become suicidal. He eventually made a successful return to the stage in January of 1866, almost eight months after the assassination. So today's episode is brought to you by Naturebox, a subscription service for nutritious snacks with new snacks introduced every month made from wholesome ingredients. Now, if you were listening to the show yesterday, you'll know that I was chewing my way through a bag of delicious baked sweet potato fries. And even though it was a fairly generous sized bag, I uh, I pretty much managed to finish it in a couple of days. I started on Sunday and by Monday they were all gone. That is a good sign because they are delicious. But today I moved on to something entirely different, a, a sweet snack called blueberry nom noms, which uh, basically it's an oat cookie with bits of blueberries in them, which was very tasty. Again, as with the sweet potato fries, I'm struggling to believe these things are good for you. Unlike most snacky foods that you're used to eating, NatureBox snacks contain no high fructose corn syrup, no partially hydrogenated oils, no trans fats, and no artificial sweeteners, flavors, or colors. So if you've not heard of NatureBox and you want to get in on the action, go to naturebox.com forward slash knowledge. And as a listener of this podcast, by following that link, you'll get 50% off your first month's order. And in that box, you're going to get a bunch of different snacks to try 
try, and then the next month you can order more of those or or try something else. Again, that's naturebox.com forward slash knowledge, 50% off for your first month. Go check it out. Thank you, Naturebox, for sponsoring the show. Why pistachios used to be dyed red? Historically, most pistachios in the United States were imported from the Middle East. The problem was that when they arrived, they tended to have numerous blemishes on the shells, particularly stains left over from the harvesting methods employed in the Middle East. These stains weren't good for marketing purposes. To get around this, importers devised an idea to not only mask the blemishes, but also to help draw the eye to the pistachios, namely, dyeing them red. This all began to change in the 1970s, when pistachios started to be grown in the US commercially. Today, the vast majority, upwards of 98% of pistachios sold in the United States, are grown and processed in California, with much better harvesting and processing facilities than decades before in the Middle East. These improved facilities result in fewer blemishes and stains appearing on the pistachios, so there is less need to dye them, which is one of the reasons the practice is dying out. And now for today's bonus facts. Robert Lincoln was present at the Appomattox when Robert E. Lee officially surrendered for the South. He was also present and a witness to the assassination of U.S. President Garfield in 1881, at the time serving as Secretary of War. Further, he was present when President McKinley was shot in 1901. Finally, he had been invited to the theater the night his father was shot, but turned down the invitation and reportedly went to visit his friend, the President's private secretary, John Hay. This is something Robert Lincoln would regret for the rest of his life, owing to the fact that he would have been sitting in the back seat next to the door at the theater, being the youngest member of the party, and thus John Wilkes Booth would have had to get past him to get to Abraham Lincoln. Interesting how the choice of Robert Lincoln going to visit a friend instead of going to the theater with his dad may well have remarkably changed U.S. history. Because of the fact that he was either present or close to three presidential shootings, Robert Lincoln eventually began turning down all invitations to be in the presence of any presidential figure, with one exception, once stating, No, I'm not going, and they better not ask me, because there is a certain fatality about presidential functions when I am present. The one exception was the dedication to the Lincoln Memorial in 1922, where President Harding was present, as well as former President Taft. Bonus Fact 2 the three brothers, John Wilkes, Junius Brutus Jr. and Edwin Booth, all critically acclaimed actors of their day, only once all three appeared in the same play together. That was in a portrayal of Julius Caesar in 1864, with John Wilkes playing Mark Antony, Junius taking on the role of Cassius, and Edwin playing Brutus. The funds from the performance were donated to erect a statue of William Shakespeare in Central Park, just south of the promenade. The statue still stands there to this day. Bonus Fact 3 like the cashew, pistachios are a member of the Anacardiaceae family, meaning they, too, naturally contain the chemical urushiol that makes poison ivy and others in the family so irritating. In the pistachio's case, the primary concentration of urushiol is in the pistachio itself. You just listened to an episode of the Today I Found Out daily podcast. Tune in every weekday for another great episode, or find more articles at todayifoundout.com.